the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. What a fellas. How are we? Good morning. Good, good morning. I'm good. A little overcast on the way to uh, on the way to the studio today. But last night, the 93% waxing gibbous moon was, was right there in my face. Well, Melanie I, saw it. I didn't see it. I don't know. It was what I was doing. But. Right there in your face. Right there. You're taller than right I thought. Yeah, Ken is. T- yeah. I, mean, I, did, you, I didn't see it. It wasn't it? in my face. Oh, oh, that's right. It was uh, some significant winds up in Poway last night. Did you guys? Was it? Yeah, no. it was very windy. There's up in nothing high, over in yeah. my place. Yeah. Calm in the southern half of the county. How about central county, Mark Mahati? Yeah, it was, yeah, totally. As far as I know, calm. And, well, it was, and it was warmer this morning. Yeah, it wasn't bad out. The it, I was really surprised. Um it was two, it was Wednesday or Thursday? I can't remember which. Melanie said something about, "Well, God, it looks like it's gonna looks like it's gonna rain." So I pulled up my weather app on my phone. I'm like, "Wow, okay." Between noon and one in Poway, it says ninety percent chance of rain. And we got that. I felt a drop. I was wondering <laughs> if it was rain or not. I was. It was Thursday. It was Thursday yes. because we had driveway happy hour that night, and we were all sitting in my neighbor's <laughs> driveway, and I could hear. Drops hitting my jacket. See, but I couldn't well, that, feel. Them. That should not right. have been between but, noon and one o'clock. You weren't doing no. the driveway happy hour between noon and one. No, I was not. We, we were like doing it between five, five and six thirty. Okay, uh, but I did have drops on the windshield on the way over this okay. morning, and that that is most likely going to be the extent, the extent. of our rain from this. Storm. <laughs> That's it. We're going to get maybe a few hundredths of an inch. Nothing to disturb anything. So I have to water that fertilizer yeah. in that That's I just brought I home. Say, yeah, well, you, if you. If you put it out, yeah. I yeah. did. I did take some fertilizer out of the back of my car this morning and set it out, and I didn't put it under the roof. I just got it out of my car, and then I thought, ah, we're not going to have enough rain. Yeah, so to mess up the bags. Yeah. At least you hope we're not going to have enough. Well, maybe I just set it up so that people of the county of San Diego can get a decent amount of rain by leaving my bags of fertilizer out. By not doing it. Yeah. 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 I did it for you. Be we shall see. Thoughtful. You're a kind man. And I, I, they have a new updated long-term forecast that is linked nothing. to the weather service, and they're not expecting continued rains like we had in December for the rest of January. We're going to be in a drier pattern for this month. Down here. A, yeah. But in Northern California, they're still expecting some. Uh, yeah, actually right. they are. And this month is halfway over, so. Well, yeah, that's why they that's yeah, why they were comfortable. Well, you know, confident in their yeah. Yeah, la- last week Ken was saying it was practically half over. That wasn't true. I it know. was close. It was a little premature. It was. It was. Uh, let's see. We do have classes today in San Diego at nine o'clock. It's going to be winter veggies with Josh and in Poway. We have a special guest speaker, Celeste Burns from EB Stone Organics, is going to come down and talk to you about rose planting and rose care. So she should be on the road right now. She should well, be. She's coming down from Santa Barbara. I hope so. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's see. And then next weekend, the twenty second, we have a uh, couple of good, 
couple of really good classes coming up in San Diego at 9 o'clock. It's going to be Stone Fruit Tree Pruning with Kurt Peacock. Uh, always a good class. One of the most knowledgeable. One of the, What? I thought that was last week. No. No. Didn't we have... He, he was there. That was, that was Fair Root Fruit oh, Tree it Selection. Was Kurt, but it was a Kurt, different, different class. class with Correct. Kurt. Correct. Sorry. So, yeah. So that's going to be next Saturday at 9 o'clock in San Diego. Kurt and Tyler do a lot of classes this time of year. Yes, they do. Fruit trees. Yes. Yeah. And then in, in Poway at 9.30 next Saturday, it's going to be all about fertilizer with Richard Wright. Should be another uh, very, very good class. Uh, and then mark your calendars the 28th, 29th, and 30th in Balboa Park. It's going to be the uh, Orchid Society's Winter Orchid Show. So if you're in the park on one of those days or you just want to go see some really cool stuff, um, get out there and take a look at it. I, I was grinning because I, I want credit for not saying anything about Richard Wright being full of fertilizer, all about fertilizers. I just let it go because I'm more mature now than you I did. used yeah. to be. Yeah, Until you did let you it go. Yeah. What? <laughs> Until you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you, just to be clear, <laughs> if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We are actually going to go up to Fallbrook, if I can figure out how to do this. Oh. It's the Good morning, Harry. Oh. How are you? Fine. Um, if I say cat, Matt, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Cat, Matt? It's, it, it's a product that you put in your garden to keep cats out of it cause they, because they don't like to step on it. Okay. Okay. I have not seen – I personally have not seen that, I've, but – we have to be very careful here because cat people don't like us talking about their cat's poor feet. So be yes. very careful yeah. with your words as we go forward on cat mat. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm not really worried about cats. That's what my I'm point. About, what I'm worried about are rats. So, so the question is, is there such a thing as a rat mat? In other words, is there a material that you can put around your cabbage to keep rats or discourage rats from eating your cabbage. A ratinator. A rat, one of the black tomcat rat traps. Yeah, I don't know of a, yeah, anything that they won't walk on of. other yeah. than the sticky stuff, yeah. which may be kind of... There are some repellents that you could try using. That you, you don't put them on the plants themselves. You put it around the plants, um, and that might work. You do have to reapply them, though, as, the, as the, they're, they're scent-based and they do wear off. But the, the, the tomcat... The tomcat rat traps are extremely effective uh, in controlling rats. And voles with the smaller yeah. ones. They work for the voles and, and, and my field mice, mm-hmm. which were what? eating my kale and broccoli. Uh, and I just put a bunch of those around the base of the plant, sometimes without any bait in them, and I'm still successful in eradicating. Eradicating? Erat- yeah, see what I did there? I yeah. did. Okay, I'm, I'm unclear as to what you're referring to. What? It, it, it's a rat trap. It's a, it's a black plastic rat trap. It's a snap trap. It's different than the old-fashioned wooden ones. They're very easy to set. You set them from the back without ever putting your hand near the uh, actual gripping mechanism. And you make a full skirt, a full circle. Yeah, I put a bunch of them around a plant. They're, they're rel- relatively inexpensive, and you get enough to circle the entire plant, and then the mice or rats still go after the, the target, and they step on them. Okay, so what is it called? Tomcat. Tomcat. Rat traps or mice traps, the smaller ones. Okay. And, and they do work well with bait as, you know, additionally, yeah. if you want to put them somewhere with bait, they, they are very effective. I use them a great deal during the summer months with tomatoes on them. And they're, okay. very, they're very easy to clean, too. Right. They're, very, they're, they're reusable. Very, yeah, they're reusable. Okay. And I'm assuming you have them at your store? Yes, we do. You're up in Fallbrook? Yes. You might check with Grand Jettos if you don't want to drive all the way down to Poway. Okay. But you are and welcome I, to drive down. You're welcome to drive down. We do have them, but Grand Jettos might have them too. That might save you a little bit of time. Okay. Um, and, and I guess it's something different from a, a regular uh, mouse trap or rat trap. It's, a improved, it's an improved trap. The, the way that they're set up, they're, they're much easier to set. They're much, much safer to set. Uh, and much easier to clean. Okay. Again, what do you call them? Tomcat. 
Okay, Tomcat. Okay. Tomcat. T O M K A T. C A T. Is it C A T? Isn't it C? Okay. Okay. It's either I, was, C or I thought it was K. Really? I don't remember it being yeah. a K, but. Yeah, just ask okay. for a ask for a tomcat rodent trap and 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 just don't spell it, and then nobody will know whether you're saying it with a C or a K. Okay, all right, I appreciate. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great weekend. I okay. I don't know what it is, but I've had more rats around my chicken coop this last month than I've ever seen. I see them regularly, and sometimes they're within reach, and I I didn't have a stick to smack it with. This morning I went down to the to the coop and I picked up a log from alongside the garage yeah. and went down there and there was one running along the the middle of the wall and I, I missed it but would you throw the log at it yeah, I did <laughs> um I've seen I've, I've never seen them on a regular basis down there and for the last month I have I got I've gotten five huh. of them now or with, five and one and then one more so six with traps with, or your sticks no with the <laughs> With the uh, Ratinator. But two nights ago I was out there, and on the shade cloth right above my head, within three feet of my head, was a rat. And I didn't want to swing at it with my flashlight, Um, but I didn't have a stick. And by the time I picked up a stick, it was gone. We have a a very large compost bin with three, you know, three bin one that we made. And uh, Capri was putting some compost in, and when she opened it, a rat jumped and obviously, you know, a little... Was there a out. noise that came? Well, there? there may or may not have been noise, but the, the bottom line is she dropped the, the the cover to walk away, and then when I went to look, she had killed the rat. It hit the rat and killed it, just in the same way you do it. it just did. Well, no, she it was did. successful. Well, yeah. In the same way you attempted to. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. You know, I wonder. I have put a compost. I've started some. No, it was a worm worm it. compost just outside the coop, and I wonder if that's attracting the the rats. They're going after the yeah. worms. Yeah. Could be. Or the warmth of the compost. At night, the, the, they'll So compost, compost piles are bad. Compost piles do attract rodents. No, not necessarily. They're not necessarily bad. No, they're, they're not bad. Okay, okay, okay. But there is heat, like George is saying. All right. Interesting. The things I learn if I listen to you guys. <laughs> yeah, every, every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, we have a few new uh, bare root selections that have come in. Finally. Finally. We've got um, leeks. Leek starts came in. Oh, yes, wow. and are available in both stores. Have you ever grown leeks? By the, I've never grown leeks. I have. Yeah. Okay. And they grow very fast from those starts. They become big, big leeks. Well, yep. I was, I was, I was looking at the bundles as they were pricing them at customer service, and I commented to a couple of our colleagues that were there. And I said, "Man, I said, you really got to like leeks if you're going to buy one of these because <laughs> there, there's a lot of there's a lot of starts in there." And then um, Dora said, "Well, if you if you do a lot of French cooking, then you'll you'll definitely go through them." I said, "I said we we buy, we buy is, like yeah. two leeks a year." I mean, <laughs> well, I don't, I, could, I don't think I've ever bought a leek. I, I haven't. Cousin, the cousin of the onion. Yeah, right. I, yeah. We've, I've bought them. There's a number of good potato soup recipes that yeah, goes well. That's in. what yeah. I've heard. But. Well, normally George and I would split a bundle, but I just was pretty excited, so I bought the whole bundle and I planted. Well, we got in those new redwood. Raised planters at Poway. Yeah, they have not been shipped down south yet. Uh, communication has not taken place to okay. make that happen. But so what, um, what, what's? But I took one to my my folks' house because it's perfect for somebody who may be trying to garden seeded or without right. much bending over. And yeah, okay. I planted up. <laughs> I planted some leeks in there. Some bare root strawberries, which we were not expecting, which we now have sequoia strawberries, bare root at each store or both stores. And <laughs> guess what else I found in the back of my car? I found a whole package of uh, white short day onions. Were those the those that we split or was that a different batch? Oh, did we? Is that why the bag was short? Did we split a bag? I think we split some this year. That, that must be it. Not the starts. Right. But the, the bag. It's been sitting in my car since probably October. About. They and haven't they gone had, to dust yet? They had not. They had okay. not shrunk, and they had not uh, rotted. So I planted all of that in her race planter. She was very excited. Very good. Very nice. Um, what else did we get? Oh, Venus Seedless Grapes, which is a new variety that we yeah, have not had have before. Not familiar with it's that been one. around for a long time. It's new to us. Yeah. And I, since Dave Wilson, our, our primary supplier, doesn't carry it, I called Dave, uh, Tom to see if he had anything good to say about it and he did 
Uh, it's a good, less heat requiring. Uh, I think it's a white seedless grape. He was he was pretty excited about it. Wanted to know where we had gotten it, and so we have some of those at each store. And I have one of those in a bag at home. You know the take it home and plant it within twenty four hours bag, that, or or okay. leave it in the car bag. Well, I I took it out of the car. Okay, very good. The next morning, so it was only in the car overnight, and now it's on the side of the house going on day three. We'll see how this, maybe this weekend. Very good. And I, the blackberries, I, I got a... Let's talk watch. about that after we do the break. Oh, yeah. I got a... We will talk more about blackberries at, right after this break. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, you wanted to talk about blackberries. Well, let's talk about Venus grapes first. We, I thought we did. Yeah, we yeah. did. But you remember that Venus grape that I thought was a white grape? It's, it's, it's not. It's a, a large, self-fertile, purple-black seedless grape. Oh, well that... So it's almost like so, a white grape. So it's Only not it's... as much like a Thompson as you told me it was. No. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> but he was man enough to admit he was wrong and make the correction. Not on the air. Well, who, I not a- <laughs> so who told you you were wrong? I just did. Oh, you went and looked <laughs> it up. I figured I'd better look it up. <laughs> Medium, large. It's supposed to be very good, so we'll see. I really like my my Eastern Concord with the seeds because I know those are good for me. And the, the flavors of a Concord grape are amazing. But the the blackberries, we also got in pon- Ponca. Ponsa, P-O-N-C-A, and Wachita. Wachita. Both uh, thornless blackberries that are good for our area. And my my blackberry consultant in North Poway, Jim, who loves his blackberries in Tessimal, says the Wachita has been the is the, the new best. favorite, best, and most productive one huh. that he has. Mm. Really? And um, Dave Wilson doesn't grow it. So we got in some really nice Wachitas. They were nice. And yeah. uh, they were two-year... Two years, so they're bigger than the some of the others. But they are true bare root. They need to go home and get, get planted. planted and, yeah. How many uh, days do you recommend as a nursery professional? I would say as a nursery Soon professional, less than 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. I, but I am a firm believer when you're not talking about raising children and do as I say, not as I do. I, well, yeah, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> there was one other bare root thing we had gotten. What was it? Asparagus. You oh, see, you see right. 157. The most productive I was reading. I was asking, maybe George, maybe you know the answer to this question because I certainly don't, and David was no help. Um, <laughs> why do you have to plant asparagus in a trench? What is the purpose of that? What do you mean a trench? I mean, you, you're supposed to plant them deep. And you do plant them deep, them, yeah. Yeah. but I, I have no idea why, other than maybe to keep them from blowing over. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I started mine in, in a in a in a bit of a deep bed, mm-hmm. and I. Covered up as they've grown. As they've grown, yeah. And then left them, and they've been probably 6, 10, 12 years worth of production. Yeah. I, it I, must I, protect the crown somehow, but I don't. Yeah, I'm not But if I'm the, not I'll, sure. I'll tell you this. The chickens, when they get out, that's one of the first places that they go and just tear up. Everything. The asparagus bed. The asparagus mm. bed of beyond everything else. I think it's because it's very loose soil, and they just dig through it and expose all the crowns. So maybe that's why you have to. Put them deep if you have chickens. All right. So the big thought that I have has no relation to horticulture, but 
why, when you get an, an injection, do we have to sterilize the injection site? We rub it down with you know, rubbing alcohol or something to sterilize it. But when you get dental injections, ah, don't worry about your filthy mouth. We're going to just drive it in without doing anything. Yeah, that's a good question. You should know. ask your dentist. I did. He didn't have the answer. And I, I, I still respect my dentist for okay. that. But is it already in your body so we don't care? I don't know. That's a good question. A good question. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Going back to horticulture. Yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, David Austin roses are in. Oh, yes. Okay, good. And they were transferred down to San Diego yesterday. That's, that's what right. Chris, Chris that's, picked up yesterday. Yeah, okay. He told me he was getting roses. I should have asked. And it's funny. Tom Cat C versus Tom Cat K. You have Chris C versus Chris K, right? That is true. Okay. And, and Tom Cat, the rodent killing device, yes. is C. Thank you, George. Just wanted to. All right. Oh, you, you looked it up? I'm looking at their okay. website right now. I okay. want you to know, Ken, that I was backing you not just because you're Ken Anderson, but because I honestly believed it started with a K. I could have swore. I would have yeah. swore that it started right. with a K. So, so you have a few, not all of the. David Austin's. David Austin's. You have a few of each of the varieties that we got in. Okay. But we couldn't put as many on the truck as we wanted to send you. But right. you have Understood. some of each variety as we do in Poway. And Marge, the tree roses have been delayed, so I was not able to pull your David Austin tree rose yet. We are still expecting them. I spoke to uh, David Austin rose people this week, and so they have back-ordered the tree roses, but we are still expecting them. Oh, which is fine. Now, those are not named other than color. Is that correct? When On the confirmations, they are right. only by color. I am assuming they're all named. that they're we'll going to have a they name are, when they come yeah. in. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. But right now, we just have the five colors, and it says tree rose. So we shall see. We'll but see. it's good. People have been waiting and oh, waiting for the David Austin. Yeah, because it's not something we get. They came in, and, yeah. and fortunately, we were able to get the extra truck to get them to both stores to today. So they're available <laughs> They'll be available today at both Have stores. Have we had David Austin tree roses before? We did Years once. Ago. Just yeah. a few. Just a very few. We got one. I think it was just one variety. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Very limited. Well, they came and went very quickly. Oh, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, was doing, I was working with Melanie on putting together an article for the newsletter, and I remembered that back in the 60s, we used to put out catalogs for the nursery. And it was kind of interesting Going through them, I have one here. The oldest one that I could find in all of the stuff that we have left over was from 1960. So it's a 62-year-old catalog. Wow. I was um, just a young kid. And did, did one of the suppliers put those together for the nursery? It was a publishing or? company, and it was kind of a generic catalog. And I don't know, I don't know all the details of it, but it was, supposedly it was a generic catalog that we could kind of tweak a little bit here and there, but had covered most of the basics of um, – Trees and plants, right. um, bedding plants, roses. Uh, there's a little thing about uh, designing your garden. They give you a little grid that you can sketch your yard out on and bring it into the nursery, and we would help people select plants. But it was, it's interesting looking through some of the some of the stuff that was in here. Um, things that might have been popular th- in things 1960. That, things that were popular then but are still popular now, like uh, Abelia Edward Goucher, Grandiflora, okay. um, in azaleas, I thought this was interesting. They actually have, a, they actually have a section of Karume azaleas, wow. which are re- are really cool. Um, Why are they so cool? Because it's a very compact plant and a very small flower, but they bloom like crazy. Um, coral bells, which is still fairly available, um, and Ward's ruby, which is one of the most spectacular yeah. azaleas I've ever seen. Um, who who? But there's like, there's one two three four five six, there's about six other ones that I'd never heard of before, um, and then Belgian indica azaleas, there's there's Albert and Elizabeth never heard of it Niobe never heard of it Paul Shame never heard of it and Sweetheart Supreme haven't did, heard of that. Did either. you guys see a lot more azaleas in people's yards when you were growing up here? I grew up back east where they were everywhere, but but here when you yeah they, I think they were popular. They were more popular. 30 years ago than they are now at least yeah, in, in, in in Poway they they're it's not a hugely popular plant my, my dad loves his azaleas so. I, I think they're I think they're, 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 they're gorgeous, gorgeous if you've got the right spot and can you know it's sun and then they have sun, uh, sun azaleas the southern indicas um brilliant which you see every once in a while duke de rowan that was 
still pop fielder's white which i think kind of got taken over by alaska alaska, alaska yeah. um, but fielder's white is a southern indicator it's much bigger it's a Pride of Dorking, Southern Char- Southern Charm. I'm not familiar. Yeah, with. we've that was Southern Charm is still around. I'm saying Pride of Dorking's around. Was it Ronnie Madruga or who? One of the cashiers from Point Loma. Their favorite camellia was the the pink Karumi. What coral coral bells? Coral bells. Do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah, no, camellia. And then uh, David, you said camellia. No, did I say camellia? Yes. Yeah, well, because. Coral. When I say camellia, sometimes I mean azalea. Okay, because you confuse me, yeah. which is not uncommon. But and then there was in under there's a lot of camellia japonicas listed. Um, Adolph Otteson, Alba Plana, Chandler Elegans, Cinderella, C.M. Wilson, Colonel Fiery, Covina, Dakigura, Debutante. There's a lot of them that are still available. Uh, yeah, are still fairly still fairly popular, and actually we're getting. We're getting right into um, camellia season. Yeah, uh, yeah we are starting a, to bloom. The the flowering. Yeah, the sasanquas. The are, are flowering right in the middle of it. Um, they're gibbous waning. There was a there was a beautiful uh, one in your office the other day. It was a japonica. It was I, I, it wasn't Kramer Supreme? I don't. Think, no, was it? it. I don't remember which it was one. It was color. But uh, Brian pulled it because it was. It looked like it was sporting, but I believe it is a sport and was doing what it was supposed to supposed be doing. Supposed to do. Yeah. It yeah, was I like can... a, a peony form. It was. Beautiful, and it was, was beautiful but it was flower. like a white center with a red edge on it. Yes. It was It was really pretty. And another one that they have listed here, which we don't see very often at all, is a Camellia reticulata. That's uh, the real big one, right? The big one. Yeah. Big, big ones. Big flower. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's kind of interesting. You go through and you see the stuff that... That was that was yeah. very popular. Uh, you know, it's funny one, how they come back and things seven cycle. To, am, am I in that catalog? Yeah, as no. it was popular. No. No. You weren't no. born you, yet. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank goodness. Crotalaria. I mean that, oh, wow. that that's unusual to see that in a. In we a do catalog. get those. Every, we get them every once, once in a while. while. Yeah, yeah we had them a couple of times this year. Um, there's so a we bunch. We're trying to do our own cuttings of that, but I don't think we. You know, is Cecil Bruner rose, Cecil Brunet bush rose in there? Let me look. That is becoming very hard to find now. Only the climber. Yeah, the bush, just the bush really? form. Really? Yeah. yeah. We have the shrub one out front by our waterfall. I think that's a climber. No, not the one that's in the rocks, but the one that's by the waterfall. Oh, that's right. Okay. There's, yes. there's a so shrub one in the, the one that's in the rocks was purchased as a bush one. Oh. Yeah, it's, as that's a growing. Yeah, it's starting but to it's, get to be a it's sending out. But the other one that's up against the... Uh, the, um, quick quick factoid on where we used to get them commonly, other than the bare root suppliers, which don't do them anymore, is Roland Horak. We yes. used to he used to make the grow the climbing ones, and every once in a while his climbers, well not every once in a while, like ten percent of the ones that he took cuttings for for climbers ended up reverting and being bushes. Right, and so he didn't really want those, and we were able to get them from him relatively cheaply because he was growing them for climbers Correct. and now that's all anybody is is doing right and if the climbers fail they just toss them I and mean, they don't they so why don't, don't we go out front next to our gardenia thumbergia is where we have that and start making cuttings when you when you say we uh, how many of us <laughs> how many of us at this table have been successful in growing roses from cuttings well, it's funny you I say that i've i've tried it once and it did wasn't well. I tried it a couple times. It wasn't successful. But I trimmed roses once, and it fell off and rooted. Well, there you oh. go. So I mean, you were I, about it was that. It wasn't even intentional. Yeah, the unintentional. Yeah. If at first so, you I guess don't I was succeed, su- yeah, but it was Mark and I give up and quit. Yeah, well, which well, is that's what I did. What about you, Ken? I have not tried it myself. But who has been but, successful? Well, you George? know, I have because I've given you some roses. I know. So all non patented varieties, but of you, course. Oh, okay, so I have an idea. But. We'll talk about that after the break. <laughs> You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We need to take a quick break. We're going to be back with more right after this.
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. What were we talking about before the break? Your catalog? Your, your catalog. Oh, okay. The 60, yeah. Oh, you wanted to know about Cecil Bruner. No, it's not listed in there. There well, are a there few was, other There was reasons. something else that we were going to go off on. There was, but while we try to think about that, I'm going to go talk to Barbara in San Diego. Good morning, Barbara. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What can we do for you? I, <clears throat> excuse me. Question on succulents. I have... Uh, quite a few pots with succulents in it and what should i fertilize or f- feed them how what should i use and how often i would say grow power yeah well grow power there are we sell two different cactus uh fertilizers that are specifically tailored for cactus and succulents well there's cactus one, juice what's the other cactus one cactus juice and then a short uh, uh, yeah, schultz schultz, yeah, schultz yeah. uh cactus uh fertilizer liquid fertilizers that work well I, yeah I, I don't i mean personally it's do you have fertilizer at home I do, but it's kind of random. Well, I, mean, I don't think they need. They don't need much. They, yeah, they, I, yeah, they I, don't need yeah. a whole lot. You know, one thing that works that would work really well is the um, Grow Power planting tablets. If, are they in containers or in the ground? Containers. Yeah, Grow Power planting tablets. That, that'd be you, perfect. They, it's just a, it's a big pill that's about the size of about the size of a quarter and a quarter of an inch thick. Uh, for smaller pots, you can break them in half. For larger ones, you put one or two into them, and that'll give them enough fertilizer to last a year. Yeah, because okay. they break down slowly. Yeah, it breaks down very slowly, um, and Grow Power is an excellent fertilizer. And just kind of like put it in the center of the pot? or Yeah, just drop yeah. them in. I just grab a handful and go around and throw them in the pots, and then as oh, you water it, it just it breaks it down. Okay. Yeah. All right, and that's for um, <clears throat> succulents? You can use it for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. It's All a right. it's a great for for potted plants. It's a great general purpose fertilizer. Yeah. Succulents okay. aren't. I mean, they're not. I don't think they're particularly fussy as far as yeah. fertilizer goes. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, what about um, something to spray them with? Their systemic because I got uh, they were got infested with mealy bugs. Oh, there's a there's a um. Well, houseplant granule, yeah, uh, right bonite exactly. houseplant granules. It's a systemic insecticide. It's a granule. You measure it out and sprinkle it onto the soil, water it in. It gets absorbed through the root system, and it takes care of the it takes care of the um, the mealy bugs and sucking insects, things like that. And what's it called? Bonite. Bonite houseplant granules. Okay. It doesn't have, it doesn't have to be a houseplant, but that's what it's but called. That, yeah, that's yeah, what it's called. It's for containers. For con- it's for containers. Okay. And you can do and that it- with the. Uh, Put the grow power tabs in the thing down at the same time and water it in. You should be good to go. Okay, and then one more question, please. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, peat moss, can I mix that in in containers if I'm planting in containers outside? Yeah, you sure. can. Uh, a lot of potting soils already have peat moss in them, so in it, so you don't really you wouldn't need to add more. Uh, if you have stuff that dries out fairly quickly, a little bit of extra peat moss is going to hold some more water. Um, but yeah, you could if you want to do that, you could do that. Yeah, because I have I've noticed because uh, that um, if they go without watering for a while, it just kind of goes on the top and straight down through the bottom. It's not absorbing. That it. that ha- that will happen with peat moss too. Is when it oh, dries okay. out, it it contracts. So that it's not a good idea to put a, a super heavy peat moss uh, planting medium in because it will contract it. When it dries out, it will contract away from the side of the pot, and then the water just runs right around the side of the root ball. So you yeah. do want some other you do want some other organic material that's not going to be uh, that's not going to contract like that. Maybe some compost tape. Yeah, maybe. compost or planter mix would be great. And when it does dry out, make sure you kind of put it on a drip to get wet yeah. again. Yeah, that's or right, or you yeah. can see, you or get a bucket of water and set it in the bucket and let it soak in that way. Okay. All right. Do, do okay. we do we still have the water in? 
the the products to to I re to rewet. There's a keep changing the name. There is a product that we have that will break the surface tension of the water, so it will recoat and rehydrate the soil when it gets too dry. That's another option to rewet it. Yeah, and you don't have to do that all the time. Usually, one application will last for a while. And what's it called? I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think it's called. I mean, it was called Water In. The yeah. product formerly known as Water In. Yeah, but if you, you could ask. For if that. you pop yeah. into any store, either of the stores, they'll help yeah. you out. Yeah, we could. We can help to. you out. Okay, and then you just add that like once a year, or use it constantly, oh. water it in, or no, just use it if you let it get too dry to where the water won't soak in anymore. Oh, so at, as needed. As yes. needed. Yeah. Needed, exactly. exactly. Okay. All right. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Okay, thanks, Barbara. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Take care. Does anybody remember what I was going to talk about when we came back? No. Well, we, were, we were touching on making Cecil Bruner cuttings, and then we drifted off from there. So that was the last thing I recall. Yeah, we were talking about roses, but... All right. Yeah, and, they, and like I said, the Cecil Bruner is not in the catalog. What we should do... Should. What we should do, it'd be very easy just to take some stems and either air layer them or drag them down to the ground while they're still attached to the plant and let them root in and then cut them off. I um, I have a couple of Cecils at home. I will give that a try. And George, Bring me some you're the only one who has been the real successful rose trying. cutter here. So maybe... Bring me some cuttings. We'll, we'll play around. We'll, okay. We don't get very many calls for that anyway. Personally, do we? What Cecil Bruner? Yeah, I mean, in not, the bush in the bush form. No, I mean, not I, I I think we the only time I I see it is when when ours is in full bloom and people walk past it out front right. and say, "What is that?" And then they're looking for one. Do you, well, have do any you know these? why they should want one? Because it is bulletproof. It is. It, it is doesn't tough. get disease. Yeah, the true. bugs don't bother it. It's it blooms fragrant. like crazy. Yeah. And the beauty of the polyantha that we can't get right now is that it blooms so much more of the year than the climber. Yeah, right. that's true. It blooms almost. All year round. Yeah, um, I got one on my back fence. the The trunk on it is probably about six inches across. It's yeah. been there for. I, I think I planted it when I when I built the house. It's a it's a great years it's ago. a great rose, and it's it's my mom's favorite rose. So she always has a little. It's a beautiful little the yeah. beautiful little flower. I mean, it's, perfectly it's, little it's, it's form. Yeah, yeah. Per, it looks like a miniature rose. Okay, it's very and nice. fragrant. Yes, yes. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, another thing we have coming up, hopefully this fall. We were working on it yesterday. We may have a fall fruit tree program in the works, where we will be able to get certain fruit trees that we normally carry bare root that, rooted and earlier. They'll be smaller, but the success rate on them should be much higher. You won't. For, you won't run the risk, or as great a risk of failure from from transplant, especially on the harder-to-grow varieties. Uh, and they're, they're also the varieties that we've been having trouble getting enough of mm-hmm. that we're already sold out of. So uh, that's in the works as well as... Some citrus. Some very hard-to-find or I've, varieties I've never seen before. That huh. hopefully in And the you brought that list with you, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's right here in my mind. Um, but we have a bunch of varieties that... I've never seen available before. They're going to be small. They're going to sure. be transplant size, but um, well, they're going to be interesting. They're going to yeah. there's what probably between ten and fifteen varieties that of different grapefruits, different oranges, some uh, mandarins, some mandarins, all sorts of things, and then different lemons. A few that we have had before, like the Shasta Gold, Yosemite Gold, and there's one more gold from that same series that we haven't had available for probably 10 or 15 years. Yeah. We're going to have a few. Um, all the, sorts of exciting stuff. It was really... It was neat. It was it, exciting it, to discuss. Was, yes. Yeah. And it was kind of serendipitous. Uh, it all came about because of a contract grow that I worked on how many years ago? Oh, wow. Three or about four years ago. Four the years Kumquat ago. contract. Right. And they have all sorts of stuff they grow. But So I was talking to that gentleman and... That led to all this other citrus that we can get, and then that led to another fruit tree supplier. So anyway, it, it's very interesting, and it was, it was all, a good week. all by accident. It was a good week because of that. Oh, that, I think there's three varieties of citrus that we're getting 
that are coming in on flying dragon rootstock. Oh, so really? They're going to be true Somebody's dwarf. Somebody's doing that. Okay. True dwarf citrus. Yeah, the, I know. Because very, very, very well, not everybody. Compact. A lot of people want you know dwarf citrus. And, yeah. And yeah. Monrovia did them. Did yeah, those for a while, for a while right. but they they got out of that. Uh, but yeah, the, fly, the finding stuff on Flying Dragon is it's very difficult. Is well, difficult. Is difficult. I would have told dust. people it was impossible. Yeah, but now but I guess it's not. I think we got a we got a Meyer lemon. Uh, I took a picture of the list. So oh, I, oh wow. I, did, I did bring it with. me. Okay, so <laughs> we, we got a we've got a Meyer lemon coming in on Flying Dragon. I thought there was a grapefruit on Flying Dragon, which I thought was weird because yes. it, it's maybe like, that's to you, make bonsai. Yeah, bonsai why, grapefruit. Yeah, why do you want a that small of a grapefruit tree? Um, and but we've had a few people asking for the Genoa lemon, yeah. And I hadn't had that available from people down in our normal Declan, availability. Yeah. And then uh, Lisbon lemon, Ponderosa mm-hmm. lemon. So it should be very interesting. And hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we'll have that in. We'll when they arrive, we'll mention it on the air so wow, you can yeah. come in. It's a. It'll be great for people who want to try and expand their. Citrus Horizons. Well, yeah, we have. A, there's quite a few people, and you're going to have to arm wrestle George. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm getting stuff. Well, I remember. Absolutely. I I remember Durlings used to grow Lisbon lemon and Ponderosa lemon right. when I was a kid, because uh, I remember Lisbon lemons were just nasty. I mean, they've got really big spines on them. Thorny, you got yeah. to be really careful when you're when you're working around them. And Ponderosa lemon was those. It's like the size of a football. Yeah, I was going to say they were huge. They're huge, huge yeah. lemons. You know that the thorns on the Lisbon lemon are the modern day leeches. So if you need a blood, good bloodletting, you can just, <laughs> just harvest. Just go, just go prune your Lisbon lemon. Yes, so, yeah. yeah yes. So be aware if you if you are one of the people who gets the Lisbon lemon, just be aware of that because they are they are pretty uh, pretty nasty as far as the as far as their thorns are concerned. Yes, please exercise caution for this tree can cause you injury or damage. Yes. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Because I'm still in love with you I want to see you dance again Because I'm still in love with you On this harvest moon And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, let's see, what else have we got going Don't, on? Doesn't that sound like a song you should be sitting out in the sun, tipping your cowboy hat back, and sipping a sarsaparilla to? No, I think you should be sitting outside with a full moon, glass of wine, and dancing to it. Yeah, with somebody. thanks, George. Oh, That's just more realistic. Oh, so you're, you're, you're going literal. I'm going, it's a great song, yeah. All right. Uh, Underrated Neil Young. You, uh, one thing I spotted as I was walking into the store yesterday, uh, we have some Aknas in stock. The Mickey, the Mickey Mouse, plant? Mickey Mickey Mouse, Mouse plant, plants, which is just in time for lunar. Um, for Lunar New Year. Correct. Which should be coming up shortly, I think. Isn't it? Yeah, I February. Think yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think it's the first. It's, I think it's about the first week in February. I think so. So, so if you did, if you, you say they were in bloom? I didn't. They're not in bloom. They're not in bloom. They're not in bloom. But they're, 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 they're flower there. yellow anyway. I mean, people yellow and red. I think. And the, the, the flowers, flowers are yellow, aren't they? And then they they bury up. The it's a weird Mickey flower. Mouse, yeah. Yeah, it's a it strange. Looks, it looks like Mickey Mouse's head. Right. Yeah. The nose with the ears. Correct. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a cool plant. Yeah, you know, it is. It's, regardless, it's, it's a it's yeah. a it's a interesting plant. It doesn't get very big. Uh, kind of grows more horizontal than it does. Correct. Vertically, but it's a it's a good looking. And, the and fol- it's, a, it's evergreen. And the foliage looks kind of pomegranate 
ish. Yes. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, long and narrow, kind of narrow, a little bit of serration on the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are available. The second shipment of Star Roses has arrived. It has not been processed yet. But. Well, David Austin took priority, but yeah. in those boxes should be more Eden Climbers. So we're going to get to those today because we sold out of Eden Climbers immediately this year. I know. I, I don't. I, I don't know. get it. I. I mean, I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I just don't know why. Yeah. Why there was a run this, on this Eden year, Climbers yeah. this year. Oh, yeah. The ebbs and flows of the business. Yeah. The rose. truth. Yeah. Oh, we also got a. We also got a pretty good size order from Monrovia in Oregon, and they grow some just absolutely stunning stuff up in Oregon. Uh, some we have forsythias. So, I they, didn't see the forsythias didn't come in. They didn't okay. come down. <laughs> they should uh, have. We got right. beautiful blueberries though. Man, okay. yeah. Blueberries are spectacular. And the first deciduous magnolias. Okay. And I was talking to George about that during Slangianas the break. We got uh, we got a deciduous magnolia called Yellowbird, which I had never seen before, and it's canary yellow. Oh wow! The flower is canary yellow. So Yellowbird, don't fly away, fly away. And uh, we got we also got some of the purple, the nigris, and the, the nigris uh, we got in some syringa lilacs. The lilacs came down too; they were fully dormant. Oh, they must have gotten put out in the bed then, because they're they're not out front. I, uh, we did have some red buds out there, and then another one that I had not seen before: um, morning cloud chitalpa. It's dormant out front. Did you see the two gallon cans of? Pecan shells that had nothing except for little tiny buds starting to sprout out of them. No, I'm guessing those are hostas. No. No? That is an excellent guess, yes. and normally it would be, but it was the Ito peonies. Oh, I oh, saw yeah. the five the first, gallons. The first, okay, five gallons. Yeah. The first bag. Did you see the five-gallon pots with pecan shells? Yes, I did, and I, and I noticed that they were Ito peonies. That, so, that's it. So those will, those will be uh, leafing out shortly. Ken, back to the uh, yellowbird magnolia. Yes, that, that I was looking it up after you had mentioned it mm-hmm. earlier. It was, a, it was introduced from the Brooklyn Botanical Garden. That's where they developed it, I guess, oh. or huh. hybridized it. A tree grows in Brooklyn? A tree grows in Brooklyn, which is your least favorite tree in the world. Is a- the actual Alanthus? tree. Alanthus. That's the tree that was in the book. It always takes me back to Bugs Bunny. <laughs> it, it's, been, it's been years since I was up there, but we were at my... Dad and I were up in San Francisco for a master nursery uh, meeting probably, oh, more than 20 years ago. And we went to the Winchester house while we were up there. They have the biggest Magnolia Solangia I've ever seen. The thing had a trunk on it that had to be 18 inches in diameter. I mean, it was massive. And it was plant, beautiful planted it right up flower, against yeah. the house. I'm sure it, was, I, it wasn't in bloom when we were there, but, man, right. it, when, when it's in bloom, it's got to be just a, a knockout well there's there's one in university city um that i went, drove by when it was in full flower mm-hmm. it was i mean it's like i would have never thought that it would anything could look that nice but it was yeah. especially here but it looked beautiful yeah it's a it's a it's a really good looking tree uh well a couple other things that we got in from from oregon uh we got some japanese black pines in which okay. are, Monrovia grows some of the most beautiful conifers up there. Did you notice if they were the regular ma- majestic yeah. beauties or if they were the dwarf thundercloud? Were they more compact? I think they're thunderclouds. Yeah, those are amazing yeah. pines. Yeah. Yeah. The other one that we got in, which is really, really nice, um, especially if you have kind of a Japanese, Japanese-style garden, uh, we got some beautiful Taniosho pines. Yeah. And they they're grown kind of like a tabletop lo- lo- lollipop. They've got yeah. a t- about a two Mike to three Martin foot trunk those. and a and a head on top yes. of them. It's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful pine tree. Really and then is. we got uh, the weeping cherries. I can't the weeping flowering cherries. I can't okay. remember the name of it. Snow like pink snow fountain snow fountain could be yeah. Like but those those are really nice too. They were they they're big and they came in. The ones we got were five gallon. I think we were supposed to get sevens or tens, but the ones that came in were fives. But they're still, still really big plants. Uh, that was another thing that's on the fall list. Oh, for of the year? trees was was uh, cherries, uh, pink cloud, and Kwanzan. Okay, yes, flowering okay. cherries, the regular flowering, yeah, not yeah. the weeping. Right, right. right. Uh, I was walking through the shade house yesterday, and I noticed um, primrose are in full swing right now. We got. Um, we got English primrose, 
Abconicas and Malacoides, all in stock and all in bloom. Do you know what else is in? What? Auto talk guys, I can hear. Man, they are loud in the hallways, those auto talk gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I noticed when I was walking by was uh, we had six packs of Queen Anne's Lace, which... It's been a long time. It it's... has been a very long time, and it looks like it's relatively available now, but we had people coming in asking for that. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Do you remember what your dad's recipe was for that? I do. It's a great recipe. The recipe when you can't find Queen Anne's Lace, George, is to? Plant carrots. And carrots. Let them go to seed. Yeah, and let them go, go to seed. seed. Yeah. You know, the other thing that looks like that looks kind of like Queen Anne's Lace when it's in bloom is coriander. It has a very similar look to it. Yeah. You probably don't that like le- the smell of it. That leaves though. a bad taste in my <laughs> mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I figured you would find that somewhat, somewhat distasteful. Um, but I thought that was interesting. That I, I just hadn't seen it for a while. And you know what seems to, for, for shade color, that seems to have kind of fallen out of favor, or at least not nearly as popular as it was, is impatience. I don't think we sell nearly as many impatients as we, we used to. We don't, but they started getting like a, a disease. A fungus, a fungus yeah. started yeah. bothering them. I don't know if it was the downy mildew. I don't remember what it was, but it, something, yeah. it something isn't as yeah. bulletproof as it once was. Correct. Yeah. They used to be. and I, I still claim them to be, but I, you're right. They're not as bulletproof as they used to be. It used to be the go-to. Yeah. But now there's so many other pretty things. <laughs> In the shade? Yeah. Primrose, begonias. Well, primrose have been around forever. I know. True. And I have to admit, it hasn't gone by the I like the English primrose. Of the three, I think the English primrose is probably the best. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We'll be back next weekend with another hour of Garden Talk. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.